Hello, welcome to Manic in Miami. This is Holly. I have an awkward little episode today. And it's something that has been sort of the pink elephant in the room for me and for some of my my friends. And this is in no way an attack because I'll, I'll explain this in a minute. Bipolar disorder is the most overdiagnosed mood disorder throughout the world, really, um, and in the United States in particular. Uh, just like ADHD is, is widely overdiagnosed and people who have acute ADHD suffer from uh, some pretty extreme symptoms for their entire lives. Bipolar disorder, again, I, I think that I agree with certain psychiatrists who say that I call it manic depression at this point because so many people are diagnosed with bipolar too. Mariah Carey, Selena Gomez, you know, uh, several people that I know. And this is very often a misdiagnosis. And I'll tell you why. Because bipolar became the official name for manic depression. Manic depression includes acute mania, soda schizoaffective disorder, okay, and bipolar 2 does not include this. I think a lot of people who identify as bipolar don't understand that a mood dysregulation and having trauma and having a lot to work through and deal with from the trauma and a lot of side effects from that trauma and having depression, having panic attacks, having anxiety, having emotional dysregulation and, and trouble in relationships. It's, it's not the same animal as manic depression, as bipolar type one. And I want to explain why. First of all, Manic depression is highly hereditary and highly genetic in nature. We know that mania and moods can be triggered by real things in our lives. It's not 100% a biochemical process, but it is biochemical. It's not derived from trauma. New research says, you know, trauma can make it worse. Trauma in female bipolar type 1 can, you know, cause more psychotic symptoms, uh, which I have had. And I have had childhood trauma. I have had adolescent trauma. Um, but I am a truly manic depressive person. And I want to get this out there because I talk about this all the time with my friends who are bipolar type 1 and schizoaffective. Um, it's hereditary in my family, okay? I'm not going to violate anyone's privacy, but um, I have relatives and, and not in my immediate family necessarily. Okay, not no one in my immediate family has been hospitalized several times, but it is close to my family. Sometimes I wonder if this affliction has, has strong ties to the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, I mean. How much more screwed up could could we slash they be, to be honest? Um, you know, I, I, I was born and 
I was a smart kid, but I, I was not a high achiever smart kid. I was more thought of as the whimsical, creative, interesting, precocious kid. And not much was known about it then, but traits as a baby and, and a toddler were had some autistic traits, which is now known as um, traits that are signifiers of a very uh, early onset bipolar disorder. I became completely obsessed with things for long periods of time, which of course can be an autistic trait too, but I am not autistic and, and that was an early uh, bipolar trait. I first felt depressed when I was about 10 years old. I don't think that's very normal. And by the time I was an adolescent, I had periods in which I was secretly staying up all night. Um, and then I had periods where it was very difficult for me to get out of bed and I was sluggish with all of my activities. You know, I would go to ballet class and could barely do anything. Um, and as I got older, things got more intense and they worsened. And mania is something that is not day to day. Last year, one year ago today, I was in the middle of a manic episode that lasted four months. For months now, I have been battling a depressive episode. And it is not the same thing. And I'm not saying that my pain is deeper. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not putting anyone down and I, I'm not trying to mitigate anyone's trauma and I'm not trying to compare traumas. I'm just saying that this is a different experience. And if you've never had these obsessive, you know, bouts, often creative, and, and these things that are lasting for months, and, and I look back at pictures from a year ago, and it, for me, it's textbook. I'm wearing all of these bright colors and crop tops and all this makeup and, you know, it, it's not <laughs> what I'm doing now. Um, and, and then it ramped up and ramped up until I wasn't sleeping and I had no sense that, that it was strange to, to barely sleep for a week. I had no sense that, um, it's not insomnia. I literally, it did not occur to me to touch a bed, okay? I didn't think there was anything wrong with that in the moment. And people listening, if you were diagnosed with bipolar disorder and you haven't experienced these things, and especially if you say that you are hypomanic because you were really, you were really excited and focused on something, if that didn't last for an ex extended period of time and you did not have a depression and a low on the other side, you're not bipolar. You're not bipolar. And the devastating thing about this is people are given and prescribed antipsychotics and mood stabilizers and they're not helping them. It's not going to help you. Um, I can't be on, uh, on antidepressants because it could induce mania and people who are misdiagnosed should be 
heavily involved in therapy, which bipolar people need to do as well, and they should not be on antipsychotics. They should be on the classic antidepressants. They should do that. Um, and so it, it's, it's a little bit frustrating. I'll be totally honest with you. I'm just being as I am, totally honest. Uh, it's frustrating for me and, and for friends of mine who have bipolar one or have schizoaffective because it's not the same thing. Um, we have been dealt a pretty bad hand in life. It's been very difficult. Uh, sometimes people say things like, oh yeah, like four people I know are bipolar. And, you know, it, it diminishes the months and months I, of hell that I've gone through in the past year. Um, the fact that I needed to be hospitalized, the fact that I'm doing everything I can now and honestly connecting with people through podcasting and social media has been awesome and just reading so much and learning everything I can has been great um but I may be hospitalized again at some point it's it's likely you know even with everything that I'm doing and even with medication it's likely um and I'm not having a pity party for myself. I just merely want to state that and, and to point that out and to say that people who are misdiagnosed are not getting the help that they need. And if I'm not on my medication, as I was under-medicated a few times, um, I will go into a place and I will make decisions that are so off base and, and so wild and I'm living in my own universe um, and that's extremely dangerous and people who are diagnosed bipolar who are not actually bipolar are just not getting the help that they need either and so they're not really progressing in a way that they should and I think this is very important so if you're listening and you were diagnosed bipolar, but you haven't experienced what I'm talking about and you don't have um, hereditary genetic roots in, in serious manic depression, then I think, you know, I think this is a travesty. Um, and trust me, I have trauma as well. I don't have anxiety attacks. I don't have panic attacks. I don't, I don't have anything like that. I have my own trauma. Um, but I have a severe mental illness. And it's not the same thing as, as some people that I know have been through some terrible stuff in early childhood and, and otherwise. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a different breed. And it's important that we correct this and and I am with other psychiatrists who think you know we need to revise the DSM and just take some of this stuff out and stop with this overdiagnosis because it's not doing anyone any good um, and you know when I hear about artists and poets and Robert Lowell who I've recently become obsessed with I relate to that so much. I mean, the letters that he wrote to T.S. Eliot are identical to texts that I sent 
um, at the end of, of months of mania last year. And this is just not the experience of many people. God, dare I say most people these days who in the United States who are diagnosed bipolar. Um, so this is my PSA. I don't know if you're bipolar. I know that you need help. I know that you're struggling. I know things are very difficult. But reflect on your diagnosis and reflect on what I have said. Again, if you don't have a prolonged state of acute mania, if you have not had a low on the other side of it that is extremely low, that is, we don't like to say this. Bipolar type one don't like to say this and we're on medication and we're getting help so we can avoid this, but no one likes to admit it, but we get suicidal, okay? And we lose touch with what's going on and we're not comfortable talking about some of the low side, but it is the case. Um, and learning as much as you can about it, getting correct medication, getting therapy, and for me, the community, and finally talking to people who actually are manic depressive has been a huge, you know, a life-changing thing for me. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm really getting a lot better again, but I'm just, I, God, I'm well, I'm putting myself out there. Um, that's really all I wanted to say. Uh, I think a lot of people like to romanticize it and to call themselves manic. I mean, I've talked to so many people who are just calling themselves manic all the time. And you're not manic, dude. Like you weren't born with this. Um, Maybe drugs took you into this. Uh, maybe you, you know, you have a lot of issues to work through and you're anxious and you're up and down and you're moody and it's not the same thing, man. <laughs> like, oy vey. All right. I'm sorry. This seems a little bit negative, but I think it's the truth. It's facts. So this is bipolar one I always just queen of no <laughs> queen of no context leave things out once again if you have not been up all night for several nights in a row or most of the night and you haven't needed much sleep you are bouncing out of bed you become obsessive with some sort of hobby you eventually in either state in mania you produce more but it, in depression um or just in a regular state, you can come up with a lot of ideas. We're expressive people, so we definitely have a creative side. We all do. And if you don't have that, and if, if you feel or you, you claim to be hypomanic and you don't have the depressive on the other side, you know, your mood stabilizers or antipsychotics may just be a placebo and it's really terrible. I mean, depression and anxiety and trauma are everywhere in our society and it's not doing anyone any good to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, 
when they this person is not actually bipolar and i'm i don't think selena gomez is bipolar based on what she said i don't think mariah carey is bipolar based on what she said um i just don't it would be nice and comforting to think so but it's not true so uh my psa once again on bipolar disorder don't get mad at me because i'm a mental health advocate and i want a community of everybody healing together i'm just saying i want everyone to get the correct help and the correct diagnosis have a great night everybody bye bye